You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I'm Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, some big news announced for the USFL. Shout out to USFL Newsroom, because they had the scoop a little bit earlier, but then it was also tweeted out by the USFL a little bit later on, like about an hour or so later. We are going to see a collegiate USFL draft, and it's going to be happening as soon as next week on Tuesday, the 21st. So a lot to get into, a lot to talk about. I got all the details for the draft for you guys right here. So let's dive right in. Make sure you comment down below. Let me know. Are you excited for this draft? Who do you want to see coming into the USFL? What do you think this means for the USFL going forward as they look to bring in some college players each and every single season now, it seems? So, obviously, like I mentioned, USFL Newsroom came with the drop early. They had a little bit of a scoop. They had a nice article broken down, and a lot of the information I got here did come from them. So, shout out to the USFL Newsroom for all the inside information on this one here. Like I said, the draft will be on the 21st this coming Tuesday. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern time, which means it's going to be at 12, 11, 10 a.m. Pacific for those of you on the West Coast who are interested in checking that out. Uh, If you're interested in actually kind of following along live as it goes, the USFL podcast announced that they're going to be doing a live stream along with it. I'm assuming you'll be able to watch that on YouTube on their channel there. So I will be in there obviously checking that out. You should definitely be there as well. But this is massive. I was already kind of curious how the USFL was looking to essentially continue to replenish their league each and every single year. So to see them doing something like a collegiate draft, I think is massive for them. Now, it's definitely going to be a bit of a a trial and error kind of thing and basically a see how it goes type deal because obviously there is the potential that some of the people maybe they draft since it is before the NFL's draft and I'm assuming they're targeting people that are probably more along the lines of like undrafted free agents or like maybe somebody who's projected to go maybe in like the seventh or something I'm assuming is somewhere within their target range they do have a pool of about 3,000 players that they're looking at or so give or take somewhere along those lines but it'll be interesting to see who opts to end up coming to play for the USFL based off what opportunities present themselves later on. Uh, On top of that, you know, are there players that maybe get drafted but don't come around this season or maybe even next season and maybe join the USFL a couple years down the road, maybe two or three, and then Obviously, if they get drafted by a team within the USFL, that team will hold their rights. So if, say, three years down the road, hypothetically speaking, if Stetson Bennett wanted to come play for the USFL because it doesn't work out in the NFL for him, we could hypothetically see him playing for the Memphis Showboats if they're the team that drafts him in this year's draft. So it'll be interesting to see how the whole thing shakes out. I'm, again, really excited to see how this all unfolds just because it'll be nice to see, especially as the USFL continues to develop over the years, maybe they snag a player or two. Some people don't expect. I'm hoping that as the league progresses, we'll see more money, which will entice more players to initially just come right out of college and go straight into the USFL. You're obviously competing with the XFL as well, who's going to, I'm sure, be looking to siphon talent after their first season going into like their training camps and preseasons as well. I'd be shocked if the XFL doesn't adopt some type of collegiate draft themselves. I know they have more of a partnership with the NFL themselves, but you know, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Now, as for the USFL draft itself, if you don't really know all the details or how this is going to look here, I got it all for you. The draft is going to be 10 rounds. Each team will obviously be picking once per round. So a grand total of 80 picks when it is all said and done once things are wrapped up, which is pretty wild considering the fact that 
We're looking at 3,000 or so players in that draft pool for the USFL, and you're only looking at 80 players that are actually going to be selected. Teams are going to be attending pro days. I'm sure they're going to be scouting at you know games and things like that that are going on that are kind of wrapping up. Whatever it may be, I expect people to be in attendance looking for those players as they decide. But realistically speaking, the draft is Tuesday, and I'm curious to see how post, because it sounds like USFL staff is going to be attending the NFL Combine and things, how they handle this all. I'm assuming they're going to go with guys that they feel are probably more likely to join them. I'm assuming if you're going for this draft here, you probably want to get guys locked up that you can more so guarantee or at least feel more comfortable with them participating within the league, maybe in the next year or two at the very latest. Maybe there's a guy or two that you think you know, maybe they stop buying the NFL for a couple of years, but we'll probably be able to get them three years down the road because you have to think long-term as well. Maybe they try to snag some people like that. I'll be really interested in seeing how the whole thing shakes out with how they decide to make their choices. The draft order is going to be in the same vein as how the NFL operates their draft and how a lot of other leagues do as well. I know that some other leagues do some weird things like the top few picks or so, but it'll be from worst to first for the USFL, and it will go as follows. You have the Michigan Panthers at one, the Pittsburgh Maulers at two, Gamble at three, Showboats at four, you'll look at the New Orleans Breakers at five, New Jersey Generals at six, Philadelphia Stars will be at seven, and then the Birmingham Stallions will be picking at number eight. I kind of like that they settled at the Memphis Showboats being in the number four spot. It kind of works out being a team that didn't play last year. You can kind of just slide into where the Tampa Bay Bandits were, which was typically, or not typically, but ended up being roughly within that like middle of the pack. So it kind of worked out that, you know, they didn't really play last year, so you don't want to knock them too low, but you also don't want to them too high. So sitting them at number four, I feel like is a very fair place to have them. But again, like I mentioned, 3000, excuse me, players are going to be entered into this pool here. And it's going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Again, it's one o'clock Eastern time, 10 a.m. Pacific. For those of you that are on the West Coast, that means 11 Mountain Time. And what is that? 12 Central Time. So make sure you are keeping your eyes peeled. Who do you think the USFL and these teams have their sights set on here. I know that like the way this whole thing works, the USFL is kind of like it's one whole, it's like it's a whole entity, the way they kind of operate because they kind of like sign USFL contracts and then players are kind of, were initially dispersed through that draft to the team, but we've seen some players move around. I'm assuming the coaches are going to operate in a manner that, they treat it as like, I'm drafting guys that I want to see come to this team. It's not going to be like the USFL deciding for them. At least I would hope that's how it works out because I want I want to see that like that competition, you know, the, the, the fight for the guys. I'm also curious, are they going to be allowed to trade any draft picks? Is that something that teams are allowed? That was one thing I did not see if it was clear, if anyone's able to maybe like give up a second and a third round pick because they really want to take a guy. There is the idea that the way that this whole thing works out, these players are not actually going to count towards the 58-man training camp roster. And I'm assuming that has to do with just the uncertainty surrounding all of these players and whether or not they even end up playing this year. So, I mean, they're kind of like... They're stockpile picks. So are you allowed to, you know, maybe end up only taking seven guys instead of the 10 because you wanted to give up a few picks to select somebody you really want to have the rights to? I'm really curious to see how that shakes out. Like I said, I didn't really see any clarity as far as trading goes. If anyone comments down below and you have, maybe you saw something that I didn't, let me know. But I didn't see anything regarding if trading is allowed or not. And I'd be curious to see how that works out. And if, if we don't find out before Tuesday, I guess we'll see come Tuesday. I'm assuming we'll see some more 
I would expect some sort of like rule set for the draft being dropped in the coming days. So definitely keep your eyes on the USFL social media there. But that's it for me. That's everything I know about and all the information I had for you. Let me know again, how you feeling about this draft? Who do you expect to see drafted? Who would you like to see the team that you root for draft? All that and more in that comment section down below. That's it for me. I will see you all next time. Have a good one, my USFL fans.